0: across the margin the podcast i'm your host michael shields across the margin the podcast is a proud member of the osiris media group head over to osirispod.com check out the vast array of podcasts they have to offer they have new ones they have new seasons of a multitude of their shows a lot going on over there i'm part of the team and it's even hard to keep up so check it out that is osirispod.com this episode of Across the Margin Podcast, presents an interview with Emmy-nominate documentary filmmaker, Yale Bridge. Bridge is the producer behind Left on Purpose, which was the winner of the Audience Award at DOC NYC, and was also behind the documentary, Saving Capitalism, starring former Secretary of Labor Robert Reich, which was nominated for an Emmy Award in Business and Economics. Her latest documentary, The Big Scary S-Word, which is the focus of this episode here today, delves into the rich history of the American socialist movement, and it follows the people striving to build a socialist future today. In this enlightening documentary, a former Marine and a public school teacher in two different states find themselves broke and unable to sustain their livelihoods despite being employed, activated by the energy of the 2016 Bernie Sanders presidential campaign And the murmurs of a statewide teacher strike both turn to socialism, a once fringe ideology to tackle problems larger than themselves. With inequality growing, a climate catastrophe looming, and right-wing extremism ascending around the world, many Americans are wondering whether capitalism is to blame. But what is the alternative? Socialism is plagued by conflicting definitions. Is it dictatorship or democracy? Norway or Venezuela? Reform or revolution? The Big Scary S Word explores where American socialism has been, why it was suppressed, and imagines what a renewed American socialism might look like. In this episode, Yale and I converse on the very much underdiscussed and rich history of socialism in America, revealing that socialism is in fact as American as apple pie. We explore the roots Of current misconceptions about socialism, expose the threat that capitalism poses to human life today, expound on the growing appreciation of socialism in America, and a whole lot more. You can rent the big scary S word right now at home on iTunes and Apple TV. I could not recommend it more. As you're here in this conversation, I was absolutely blown away by some of the things I learned about socialism in America and its history it's really it's mind blowing get on it Um, it's out there and available today and learn more about the film and project and sign up for updates at socialismmovie.com that's socialismmovie.com I know you're really going to enjoy this interview Yale's fantastic we had a great great conversation so here is my conversation with Yale Bridge
1: Cross cross, cross, cross the margin. Cross the margin. Cross the margin. Cross, cross the
2: margin. Cross. the margin. Cross. Cross margin. Podcast.
0: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I really appreciate you uh, making the time to talk about your film.
2: No worries. I appreciate that anyone even watches it.
0: So. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Everyone, I, it's one of those ones. I think everyone should watch it. I would. I think, you know, with all the misinformation and everything out there, it would, it would be a big deal for uh for the country if more people saw this so I'm thrilled to spread the word about it too in that in thank that you
2: way. yeah I, I agree and also it's just so hard during all of this stuff during COVID I'm just like is anyone watching this is <laughs> yeah. it, did, did I do anything in the last four years with my life I have no idea
0: and this last year feels like four years too it's, it's yeah hard
2: yeah no, uh, but been. hopefully
0: there's hopefully people are sitting at home and, and tuning into films like this now because it's it's now available just um it's in the theaters now too and then it's also uh i got it just you know
2: on apple yeah 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 we're uh top 10 downloads on itunes for mm-hmm. a documentary over the weekend so so yeah so it's it's working somehow yeah. people are finding it and hearing about it so Good. they should yeah. they, all,
0: they all need to um to get right into it uh yeah. what um was there like a specific uh motivation or you know a a reason that you really want to tell this story about socialism and america
2: yeah well i think um i've always been interested in politics just a Mm -hmm. political junkie is something um that i've always done and then the last several films that i've worked on have all been pretty political i worked on she's beautiful When she's angry which is a documentary about radical feminists in the late 60s. Um, I worked on Left on Purpose, which was about a Yippie and sort of the anti-war movement antics of that era. And the last film I worked on was called Saving Capitalism. Mm. And that was with Robert Reich and we were traveling around the country.
1: Love him. Um,
2: talking about... Um, you know, his experience as a labor secretary under Clinton and sort of also what he's seen in politics over the last, you know, 40 decades. And during that period, it was during the 2016 primary season and seeing how successful Bernie was against Hillary and meeting a lot of these Bernie Trump voters who were really conflicted, who had like good union jobs and just were like, I don't know, they both sound like they want to drain the swamp. Um, really but but that Bernie was a socialist and that these people were down with voting for someone who was a socialist was like oh something something is happening this feels different um and I didn't even know what a social what socialism meant like it was also like oh there's this word it seems like it should have been really scary to a lot of people that it isn't and sort of no one really knows what it means myself included like what what is that? I like these policies. They seem like they make sense, um, but I don't know what this language is. And so that was sort of the beginning of my journey, which ended in the the film was that inquiry um, that I had myself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Was it challenging to kind of get your head around this idea, uh, especially with all the stigmas and myths out there to kind of you know tell the story of socialism? Was it was pretty challenging?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a huge topic, right? I was thinking, (laughs) yeah. It's really big. um, And it's not been done before. So, sort of, you know, you begin a documentary and you go, okay, well, what are the other films? How have they been? How have they covered this? What can I? Well, even not even what can I add? Like, can I add anything? Has this been done? and then shocked to discover, oh, there's not, you know, there is no 10 part Ken Burns PBS series on the history of American socialism. There's not even like, you know, a great, you know, there's a Eugene Debs documentary that just came out. But, you know, that was about it. There's nothing that talks about all of these other eras and, and contributions that socialists have made to our society. So we really were like, you know okay we've got our work cut out for us there's a huge hole here we could go in any number of directions should this be a series should we
1: yeah make
2: it a bio on just one person um and then thinking you know about the political climate and and finances and you know how long things can take And said, so, okay let's see if we can just uh throw it all in mm-hmm. make a primer um and see what we can come up with and so that was you know the struggle was really just coming up with the boundaries and borders for this project um yeah,
0: yeah especially with all the immensity of research that's involved i mean was it because it was to me and you know I'm, I'm like you i'm a bit of a political junkie and i've been you know interested in the idea of socialism been been a, a bernie uh, supporter for some time now you know so i'm pretty pretty you know versed in some of the stuff and i was still getting my mind blown by your film over and over again um you know, was it really surprising coming on this stuff? I, I speak to kind of, uh, what was it, Rapone? Um, is that Ripon? Yeah, in Wisconsin. Ribbon in Wisconsin, um, I said it wrong, but uh, that was kind of mind-blowing to me. That was, you know, it kind of led to the formation of the Republican Party, and there was just so much to chew on there. It had to be pretty surprised, you know, it was probably pretty exciting digging in.
2: Yeah, it was shocking to me. This wasn't <laughs> the history that I had learned at all uh, yeah. when I was learning history (laughs) so we're going back decades Uh, but you know in my in high school college whatever those were not you know information that was particularly covered I mean obviously there are books written but this wasn't in my wheelhouse this wasn't common um, language and to be honest like I didn't even like the movement also shifted while I was making the film so when I started I remember telling friends and also Robert Rice you know like I'm making this film about socialism. oh why are you that's so fringe or you should focus on democracy or Mm. like, that's like Bernie lost. Like it's a, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I think, I think there's Um, something there. there, (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I just, as like, I remember like the first time the New York times wrote an article about socialism, we were like, Oh, look, it's happening, you know? Mm. And now it's all the time. Like you couldn't possibly be tracking it. And, and that happened during the course of the film, like AOC wasn't in office yet. Um, and the Democratic Socialists of America, which is the largest socialist organization in the country, when we started, I think they had around three thousand members wow. um, nationwide. They now have over hundred thousand members nationwide, and wow. so it was also hard um, to be making the film because the you know the bar kept moving. Of yeah. okay, well, what is what is the information that's going to be surprising, mm-hmm. you know? how to make the film evergreen um this isn't news i'm not a a journalist in that way i know what i'm making isn't going to come out for several more years so how Mm -hmm. can i try and put on my uh like psychic cap and and, and say like okay i think in two years people are going to be at this place Mm -hmm. with this information um but also i want this film to have a, a long shelf life like that was I think that sort of answers your question, but yeah. I guess all of it was surprising.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you yeah, know, I'm thinking of the um, the Bank of North Dakota was amazing, too. And I'm assuming that they don't see that as like a socialistic thing. Right. I mean. They're just kind of what they did to support their community at the time but that was so cool that was really yeah and they did not
2: they don't think of it now like they, they didn't really want us filming there that's what I,
0: was, I wanted to ask that too like when you're coming i'm sure they're asking what are you doing here what are you doing and they you know i'm surprised that maybe they were being a part of this film you know that's interesting. yeah
2: they um well it was just you know, it was thrilling to learn about the Bank of North Dakota. It's the only bank in the, the only state in the country that has a state bank. Mm-hmm. Um, there used to be a few others and they didn't last. And okay. it's such a, um, it's such a fantastic idea. Like you read about it and you're like, oh, why?
0: Why not more of
2: Why is there this private banking intermediary? I live in Oakland. If there oh. was, you know, we would love to have a high-speed rail line between, you know, collect connecting the coast. And we can't because, the financing of it is so astronomical, but if the state was funding it, and we didn't, yep. have, we had our own bank to do it,
0: mm-hmm. we would have had it
2: like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, it was
0: that opportunity for sure?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I understand why we don't have it—the banking lobby. Definitely
0: you know, like the <laughs> they're
2: the ones with the money that make it pretty yep. hard to to yep. make them obsolete. But yeah, the Bank of North Dakota—it's also sort of the. Um, I mean, North Dakota is obviously a very Republican state and mm-hmm. the bank is uh, like a passing area through for all the Republican politicians. That's so funny. like the governor of North Dakota used to be the president of the bank and what? sort of they all sort of go through. So they certainly don't identify as socialist and they don't talk about that you know they don't talk about the founding and then it was just lucky that when we were doing the bulk of the filming was their 100 year anniversary so we're like oh man we gotta go there's going to be a tractor parade this is going to be so cool can we come film no i don't think you guys should come like we don't want to give you access so it was like okay i will you know we'll send a camera crew i will like direct from a in the car or like try and hide in case they looked up my face. It's public, so they can't, you know, not
0: they can't stop you from public access. But
2: they, you know, we couldn't get an interview with anyone um at the bank, which was fine. We found a historian who was, you know, pretty colorful uh Mm -hmm. and gave us the information and background that we needed. Um but yeah like fascinating. Who knew?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Beyond that, um, you know, all those stories, uh, you know, historical stories of socialism in America, which just, it's, it's so great to see those uncovered. The, um, there's two kind of uh, people that you kind of follow through that, that um, are a major part of this film, this Stephanie Price and uh, Lee Carter. Um, let's talk about Stephanie for a second, because it was so exciting for me to see her journey, because I mean, kind of starts out with a frustrated teacher and mother, just kind of trying to make it all work. And then you see her finding her voice, and getting involved and and really working towards changing things and i thought that had to be really really exciting how did you find stephanie and what was it like following that journey
2: yeah um it was uh it was you know thrilling to, to watch that <laughs> journey <so> cool. <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i know that we wanted to have uh some kind of union labor story
1: mm-hmm.
2: um but we didn't know how you know who, who that was going to be what was going to be happening and then Again, like the Bank of North Dakota, just kind of dumb luck that the year we were doing the primary filming was the year of the red state revolt when all of these uh, Republican states, the teachers went on strike. And so the first one was West Virginia. We didn't get our act together in time to get out there, but because we did all that research at that point, we were like, okay, we know other states are now getting prepared. As soon as we heard rumors of Oklahoma, we bolted out there. Um, and then finding someone, you know, that's always a little bit tricky. I've, I've never been to Oklahoma before. So it's, you know, posting on social media, hey, what friends of mine
1: mm-hmm. are
2: in Oklahoma or know people in Oklahoma and getting connected to various, somehow we landed on Stephanie. It was like yeah. through four or five different people and conversations and yeah. stuff. And she, um was down to be filmed was pretty you know honest with her situation and then um and then you know then we were off for the races it was kind of what I had been reading about you know and talking to different labor organizers about what a strike does to someone um, in terms of building solidarity and radicalizing their politics Mm -hmm. so you know she wasn't a socialist at all you know she she was a a big-time Hillary supporter Mm -hmm. and then um so she was a Democrat but she wasn't um you know which isn't you know Oklahoma we didn't know but she but it but it but what what typically happens happened and she Mm -hmm. was like oh yeah I feel so much closer to my teachers union I'm able to see so much more how you know the government's not really supporting us. Frankly, my union's not doing enough to support us. It was actually the only state where the strike didn't didn't or succeed. Didn't,
0: yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. They got their demands met upon threat of a strike. And mm-hmm. then they struck for another uh like 10 days and it didn't, it didn't, their union just said, okay, we give up, we can't, we can't make any headway here. Oklahoma is just a wild state in terms of how much they defunded really? all of the schools. Yeah, it's just wow. it was like just one of the worst for poor people spending in the country. And there's, um, there's like an oil deck on the state Capitol building. Like they're just so, and really clear with where their, um, their priorities are. Uh, yeah, it was just big, big oil, fossil fuel and extraction and, you know, at the expense of, of, of public education. So it was really rough to see. And then just watching Stephanie's development grow and becoming more of a leader was just, um, as a filmmaker and and now we're very good friends. So also as yeah. a friend was just yeah. frankly like really beautiful and an honor to, to see her growth. Um, You know, every time I would see her, I would ask her if she felt like she was a leader. And I think by the fourth or fifth interview, she just like broke down in tears and she was like, I am like, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know I was, I didn't have a voice. And now you know, I do. And you know, like I was just like, oh my God, this is so
0: cool. <laughs> awesome. That's so yeah. awesome. Um, can we get an update? Do you wait? Where is she now? You just mentioned you were friends with her. I'm really curious. Um, you know, yeah,
2: she she left Oklahoma. Okay. She ultimately wasn't able to make it, as many do. I mean, there's just, you know, they just go over to a lot of teachers were just leaving Texas because you yeah. know, even Texas was paying teachers more than they were in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But she moved, she lives in Washington State now. Um, and She's much happier, you know. Yeah, I mean, she yeah, I think it didn't make it in the film. You know, she had to file for bankruptcy. She's a single oh, no, mom, you yeah. have a master's degree, yeah, and she yeah. couldn't yeah, make yeah. it with the teacher salary. It's just um, it's just uh gut wrenching. And yeah, so yeah. so she's doing frankly a lot, she's doing a lot better. She's much stronger. Yeah, um, yeah. and her son's doing really well. Um, mm. yeah, I think her bird passed in the last oh, year, but oh, 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 no. <laughs> Well,
0: uh, that, uh, so, was a, that was a beautiful story though. And it must have been really exciting to, I mean it was like the beginning to kind of that, like you said, her growth to that point of becoming a true leader is amazing. Um yeah. Lee Carter was fascinating to me. I actually went to um high school in the northern Virginia area, so I know Manassas well. I know the demographic, which is changing a whole lot, but yeah. uh, it just it's still mind-blowing to me that someone could openly say they were socialists in the way that he did in that area and go for it, but you know, he was, you know, like anything your your the film points out, like it, it's he's looking out for working people and just he was honest about that. But that must have been pretty exciting to see, because, again, it was like kind of the beginning, middle to him, you know, succeeding and, and getting elected. That How was that following Lee around?
2: Yeah, it was. I mean, it's crazy. He won in a lot of ways. Crazy. You know, we talk about or we like in the the the. Democrat, you know, establishment, whatever narrative is, oh, these progressives can win, but only in like deep blue states, right? AOC unseated the Democrat, like, um, and Lee didn't do that. Lee unseated the House majority Republican whip. So no, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not, that's not always how it works. But as you said, also Manassas demographics are changing. Um, And then, yeah, just seeing it was really hard for him. I think it's a story, you know, we we also talked like, oh, should we just do a film about Lee? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we could have done one just about Stephanie. We Definitely. frankly had enough footage of Stephanie. Mm-hmm. We could have done a miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee's story, it was just so, um, like, lonely for him. Like, the loneliness of being a politician, I think, isn't something that I certainly had witnessed firsthand. Um,
0: yeah, I haven't thought about that too much either. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, as he said, like, you know, there's 99 capitalists here. <laughs> I am the only socialist. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Uh, You know, I'm an invader. No one wants me here. Like I have to go out every day. You know, my party doesn't really want me here the Democratic Party didn't support him Mm -hmm. um, in the primary at all. And, you know, I don't think they were super jazzed with him in the general either. And so just watching him struggle and just be like, no, these are my beliefs and I'm going to go out there and and was was just uh, inspiring you know yeah. and then also depressing because <laughs> it was but really
0: hard it was hard there was the, you know the point where there was someone in his own party i believe right who flashed the sickle and the hammer yeah. behind him as he was he was making a speech and just the way he put it really affected me he was just like you know they're, they're calling me a communist and all i'm trying to do he was literally just trying to help poor people yeah i was like really you could see him struggle with that and that that that, hurt. He thought
2: that guy was his friend he was yeah, he i had- mean yeah and he's like no we are friends um and I was like, okay, I don't, you know, cool. I don't, but, but yeah, he was like, we're close. Like we hang out, we have lunch. Like, I think that guy just thought it was like a funny prank or something, uh, um, but, but it's, it's not.
0: On his face when he was yeah, but it's yeah. not
2: funny, right? Uh, like this is uh, not what he believes that the right made a whole big, you know, heyday about it online. Um, and the speech that he was making was was really important. Like we were going to include that speech regardless because I thought he explained gentrification in a way that I- Okay. hadn't sort of internalized mm-hmm. either. So mm-hmm. it was like this sort of confluence of like, wow, he's really explaining. Yeah, you can increase, you know, the income level of your demographics or whatever, but you're just moving people out. You're just shuffling right. the way you're not actually mm-hmm. helping people yep. um, while someone is calling him, right? Like a communist dictator, yeah. like this is,
0: that heart. We're really looking out for the people who really need to be looked out for
2: it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, he was, he was, it was, I've, I've really enjoyed watching what's going on with him. It's, it's, he's, it's, it's like, he's just really facing the battle. It's not, it, you can tell, and you guys did such a good job of showing how that, how challenging that really is to, to get in there and do it. But it's also so inspiring. i you know, it makes me have hope for other people who, who, you know, want to get into politics under this banner and, um, you know, for the right reasons and people maybe listening to the real message behind it. Especially if they learn, um, you know, a lot of the story of your things. Did you um, conduct? I'm I'm a big fan of Dr. West. Did, oh yeah. Um, that it's, it's there's so many I want to point out to the listeners. There's so many great interviews with so many, you know, thought leaders and just just a, really a sage minds, and he's one of them. Um, I can only imagine there was a lot of footage of his. You wanted? He's I can listen to him talk all day. But how was how was it dealing with the Dr. West?
2: Um yeah I was really nervous. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I would be sure. <laughs> I think he was the I was the most nervous interviewing him and he also had the tightest schedule so it was hard um to be like okay I have this amount of time I want to ask him know 30 million questions it can't and you know like interviewing someone you're listening but you're also thinking about the question and you're editing it in your head Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. making sure they use the proper pronouns and and everything he says is a perfect soundbite like it's just like (laughs) he's rehearsed he knows how to do it he has the right intonation like he's just nailing it and so um so in a sense, it was easy, but also I was like, oh my God, oh my God, you know? And then he called me Sister L several times and Mom. I was like, oh, dreams come true. You
0: know? Oh my gosh, I'd love a brother Michael. That would really, be yeah. yeah. awesome. Um, so not only does the film it, it focus so much on, you know, the, the history of socialism and breaking down all these myths. Uh, myths it really, you know, it, especially towards the end kind of acts as the scathing critique, of capitalism, there's a point, I don't remember the person's name who said it, but he was you know, mentioning just how you know, capitalism at this point could be the reason that, you know, the destroy the possibility of human life is what he said. And it was a real daunting moment and thought. Um, and I just got to thinking, uh, you know, when you were out there, you know, I'd love that you traveled so many places and it's a big journey of the, the film, it's all across the country and a bunch of different places. Was there um did you get a sense that kind of the cat is out of the bag on what capitalism can do? Were people that you talked to kind of really getting their head around, you know, not just that socialism might not be what it, they thought it was, but that capitalism, this thing is celebrated from, you know, the big corporations and our leaders down is maybe not what we thought it'd be is because I'm yeah. kid, you know?
2: honestly, I don't think I felt that way until like maybe today.
1: Okay. okay. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, definitely filming. We were, you know, we were talking to people who already knew that, right? Like we're talking to the historians, the academics, the activists, the labor organizers who already are dedicating their lives towards getting that message out. Um, and it felt still pretty small and fringe. Um, and then I think, you know, the film just came out um, this past weekend and, the press that the film is getting has just kind of been universally positive. Um, and not that the filmmaking is so good. I mean, that's what I told myself also, frankly, while we were making it. Like the film only has to be so good because mm. it's never been made before. So it doesn't actually have to be great. It's the mm. only one out there. It just has to be good enough. So that was like my own mantra. Like, <laughs> it's much
0: like trying to get enough. the
2: pressure off myself. Yeah,
0: yeah um, it's hard.
2: But so yeah. I'm not saying that the press is good because the, filmmaking is good necessarily, but just the politics, no one is saying, oh, like, you know, this is drivel or this is, you know, like to get a good review in the New York Times about a film about socialism yeah. was just, oh, okay, this is not where we were a few years mm-hmm, ago, The mm-hmm. cat kind of is out of the bag. Yeah. I mean, some of the, the the main stuff has been saying, oh, you don't talk about, the criti- you don't criticize capitalism enough, like you're just talking yeah. about socialism.
0: Yeah, it doesn't come towards the end really.
2: Yeah, and we didn't want, I didn't want to. I just said, you know, we, capitalism is the air that we breathe. Like no one needs an explainer of what capitalism is or why it's good or even why it's bad necessarily, especially now, like what, but we don't really always know what the alternatives are. And I kept thinking about other films that are, you know, like you could see a teacher, a film that follows like a public school teacher, right? And how hard it is. But that film like, would historically, It's always just like a personal film about like inner city schools. And they don't talk about the charter movement, right? They don't talk about how we are defunding public education for years and years and years or the voucher system and how even Democrats, I mean, you know, obama you know, like the people that we've had in charge of public education have not been interested in public education as a public service. And so I didn't want to you know I was like we don't want to do that like we need yeah. to really talk about the systems at a much larger higher scale and so yeah like in that sense right not until very recently was I like oh that's cool I guess people know now like yeah. that's so cool my film is maybe not as necessary as I thought I mean I,
0: I think it's- sure, it definitely is but I know what you mean there's it, there's kind of a it feels like a changing of of the guard or some something something's happening for sure um yeah. i love like the idea too because you were just talking about alternatives and i don't think they, a lot of us know the alternatives or something and there was a mention how you know because a lot of critique of socialism is what's happened in this country or that country they're always throwing around things and someone was pointing out how american socialism you know how could that that would look like its own thing you know which, right. which made me really think about it which was cool um kind of bring us home a little bit. I'm curious. I mean, you talked to so many people, did a lot of research. Is there anything that, um, you know, uh, you've learned about uh, America um, that really sticks with you or just something that kind of like really, you know, after this whole process of bringing this film to life, you kind of still keep keep thinking about or it's a very general question, but I'm sure something. Yeah,
2: Yeah, no, there's something in there. I think um, it was John Nichols who said American socialism would be different because... We are different, yep. and I think um, that is something that that really made me, frankly, patriotic. Pretty patriotic was thinking that this, like historically, right? We, you know, we're in this era of revisiting our history and our founding fathers and learning more about some of the atrocities uh, um, there that they practiced, but also that that this country was founded you know it was quite avant-garde and an experiment in democracy and that really is this country's like lineage and i would say responsibility to continue and i think you know we were doing that as a nation up until probably 50 years ago and that we you know western europe scandinavia just like is lapping us um you know and you know certainly other countries in south america and, in various ways and and that is a shame like that it doesn't need to be that way. And that idea um, of how to push democracy farther and not just, I mean, right. Like the idea that we think of democracy is just like, oh, we vote once a year at the ballot box for someone in these very specific two parties. um, And we lament gerrymandering or we lament that we're reducing, you know, restricting voting hours or early voting, and and I think those all things are atrocities. Yeah. I don't see anyone going out proactively and saying, "Oh, well, we should just everyone should vote." Other countries have mandatory voting. Other countries yeah. have. I know Australia does,
0: right? You have to, right? Yeah. yeah you yeah. have
2: to. It yeah. is so crazy to me that that the Democratic Party doesn't push
1: at yeah. all. They're just like, yeah. "Oh, this
2: is such a shame." I wish we could do something to fix it. We need to have more vote, but, but, but not beyond even just voting for elected officials mm-hmm. that we, mm-hmm. we work at our jobs where we don't have any democracy at all, like why yeah. would we think, or the way budgets, like we, like if you ask them, Hey, how much percentage of your budget do you, of your city or your state, do you think should go to the police? Do you mm-hmm. think you should go to the military?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Do you think it should go to education? It's nowhere near what any citizen suspects it is, mm-hmm. or what they would want it to be. And so how do we, how do we align those where we have more democracy in our banking, in our jobs, you know, mm-hmm. in, in our school curriculum, all of these other ways um, that we could have more ownership, more freedom along those ways.
0: We saw it in a great way in, in, in your film, the, um, uh, is it DiCarlo was his name, yeah. or the Evergreen Company, that was amazing. You could see you know, it's so great to see someone passionate about, you know, work that maybe some people would think is menial or whatever, just, you know, like he was passionate to go to work because he had some ownership there. That was, that was, was really cool. So
2: passionate. That scene yeah. where he's ironing his shirt. I know he's
0: iron the collar all perfect. 30 minutes.
2: He's like 35 minutes every morning. I iron my shirt. And yeah, I mean, and the people there loved it. It's, it's a it's a laundry facility for um for the hospitals in, mm-hmm. in all of all of uh Ohio, in the Cleveland area. And and yeah, when you I mean I, I I talk about my I'm very close with my grandmother and she is almost 90 and she says, "Oh yeah, like I love the ideas of socialism, but the thing is like I think people just want to work for themselves." Like I just unfortunately I think people are selfish. And I go, "Grandma, Well, that's, (laughs) like, that's, that's why working on co-ops work. It's crazy. You think people care about their job when they clock in and out? It's like that cartoon where the guy says, like, if you work hard every day, like, I'll get to buy myself a new car. Like, it doesn't, the boss says that, right? It doesn't, you don't get any benefit from working harder. Like, maybe you can crawl your way up to, like, mid-level management or something. Like, it's not, you know, and then you're just bouncing yourself out of, like, social services so it's you know it's not we're just so far from that um whereas like yeah when you're in a worker on co-op you can control and it would save all these other things too like you're not going to vote to send your job overseas for cheaper labor you're not going to say oh yeah we'll just pollute and we'll just dump all of the stuff in this river because that river's your backyard that river's where you're getting your drinking water like so many of these things that we are struggling to solve with the profit motive and how to create incentive for businesses would just be gone if we didn't you know decide that we would have a few select elite individuals make all these decisions and then, you know, reap all the yeah. profits.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of beauty in the other side of things. And I think like you film does such a good job of pointing out these really heartwarming stories uh, that surround socialism and especially, you know, where it came from and, and what it could do now. I was, I was I was, in awe of some things and it really, you know, it, it showed how much socialism has really been connected with workers rights in a major way. And that was really beautiful. And also I, th- I feel like I walked away with a sense of you know, I love the idea that if we do stand together and work together, and and let our voices be heard together, we do have a shot. Because sometimes you don't feel like you have a shot, and you know, we saw that through Stephanie's story, and just you know, it's it's possible. And it, the film did a good job shining a light on that. So, really, really, yeah. really, really, really it's really good stuff. I really, I, you know, because sometimes um, you watch these films and stuff. I Everything mean, it's daunting, of course, and it's it's got to be scary. There's a lot. A lot that's terrifying, but it's you know you're always looking for that tinge of hope, and the, I found them in these uh, the, these characters. You shot people, not characters, people that you you, you talk to. And it was beautiful. So thank you for coming on the program to talk about it, and and congrats. And I'm I'm excited to spread the word about it.
2: Oh, thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking.
1: Socialism train Everybody jump on Socialism train Forget your worries Your trials and crosses Everybody equal Get social under the title Everybody jump on Socialism train Everybody jump on Socialism train Everybody jump on Socialism train.